welcome back to another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Juice for Geek Podcast. And sir, we are live. Why do you look like that? I'm sorry, that was just a shocker. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? So, like I, all right. So, like I said this week, and I'm going to put context to this in a in a second. When you do stuff like that on video, people can see what I am talking about. When we are doing audio, people cannot see the stupid ass gestures that you are doing. And like right now, people who are listening in cannot see that right now. You are doing a screen grab of yourself, and I'm hard at describing. You're doing a screen grab of yourself, doing a dumbass, happy Sean smile. Dang right. right. That is my signature smile. That is your signature smile. You need to lock that shit up in a cabinet. Wow. Wow. I've seen you do better. I've seen you as a happier person. I feel like that's a fake facade of yours. Wow, really? Yeah. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to drastically cut Sean off. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the G's for Geek podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. And uh, just to jump back to context of what I was talking about when I said that Sean, we just had a conversation about how Sean will uh make like these dumb expressions or sounds and we're doing the podcast and people cannot see when they're hearing the audio portion uh recently we did a a pre-recording for MBioncon, correct MBioncon? yes we did uh it was a virtual panel uh where we were joined with um other podcasters um including um the nerds of the round um catch the craze Adrian has issues. Geek uh, Ronin. Yes, Geek Ronin. Uh, and I don't know. He did this. The, the, the beard, as we call him. The beard. Right? He, he does a lot of podcasting. So like, uh, it was a one. To me, it was a great panel. I think everybody should go check it out. It's August 29th, 3 p.m. at Imbion Con. You should guys check out the entire event. It's a completely virtual it's going to be a very interesting and unique experience, especially since the con deals more so with artists um, than actual like big name performers and stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of independent artists that we want to support and, you know, make sure like right now uh, we're all growing as people are at home and they're putting out as much work as possible. They're really like working for the fans um, <laughs> during this. Ah, geez, the, the ums um, during this con. uh I I feel real nervous. Like I want people to watch, but then I'm also nervous because for the first time, Sean allowed for me to have a voice. Oh, really? For and, the first time? And, okay. And to be able to speak and be able to say the things that I want to say and and just be very vocal about what it takes to podcast. And I'm very nervous because they kept saying that uh, Jess, I think it's Jesse, right? Um, Sebastian's wife, and I think that's the show's editor is going to be yeah. doing a lot of cuts and i just keep thinking in the back of my head oh did i say too much did i say like the wrong thing did, did, I- not, 
way too much. I've, the reason why there's going to be cuts is nothing to do with the content or whatever the case may be. It's just the simple fact that they're taking and reducing the time so that it's allotted yeah. for the convention. It's the same thing like as if we were doing it live. Yeah. You know, we'd have a, a certain allotted amount of time and we could only do what we can do based on that allotted time. Can you imagine a live G for G? I want to do that so badly. Have a panel with the G is for Geek and a bunch of other podcasters just shooting the shit in one episode of and we just air it on all our podcasts simultaneously. Uh, that'd be great. A lot of a lot of inside jokes, a lot of outside jokes, a lot of cross side jokes. I don't even know what that means. I'm just putting joke at the end of things. Clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. so what else are you gonna because clearly we came in, you know, with no idea what to do today. Um, well, we can talk a little bit about NBIOCON because it was it was one of the it was a very fun panel uh, to do. Um, I ended up speaking a lot because I do a lot yeah. of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But yeah. And I gave you as much praise as I will ever give you there that I will not give you here. I don't need your praise, little man. <laughs> This, this comes from the one who is shorter than the two of us. I don't need your praise, right? Uh -huh. um, Napoleon. There was a sermon given at the very end. A very, yes. A very intense podcast Pastor sermon. Williams, by Pastor Williams himself. Pastor Radio Williams got up and uh, did a podcast sermon that I think um, he... I, honestly, um, without giving away anything or too much so, it's so that you guys can listen in on it, it was a fun panel. Yeah. Um, apparently, as the guys from Nerds of the Round said, it was actually one of the more fun panels of the show. And I look forward to hearing it again, even though I don't like hearing my voice. I love hearing your voice when I'm not when I'm not editing, when I don't have to be when I don't have to oh, edit it. Can we talk about the fact that you brought up the calendar again? Oh, the the calendar that everyone keeps signing on to, the calendar that about that that's about us raising money to a good charitable cause, especially mm -hmm. with COVID nineteen. Like I'm telling you, we need to get you on green screen. Uh, we already have um, people willing to be photographers, and I want different photographers for this. Uh, I'm I want to get you in different outfits. I want to get you in a Latin lover outfit. I want to get you in a Napa outfit. Um, just different outfits for the for every month of the year. Uh, and then the we can. The thing is, if it's cosplay related, you better be ready to pay for. You better you better be ready to pay my cosplay maker. Your cosplay maker. Wait, who? You know who? Oh, listen. It that's fine as long as we can get the <laughs> best. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, or bear with me. I'm thinking not only do we do calendars, right? We do a behind the scenes shoot of us folding, like doing a day photographing you for this calendar shoot. Um, we do like little postcards of you as well that we can give out to people. Uh, I'm just going to get a ton of Sharpies so you can just like sign <laughs> your name. Nobody's going to want it. I'm telling you. We're going to turn you into an overnight celebrity and you're not not even going to realize it like people are going to be like that's the guy you know, from the geek those those who burn brightest burn quickest that's fine that's fine uh, i've always i've said it in the past and i say it again uh i'm out to milk that ass so well i mean that sounds weird milk yeah that sounds really inappropriate um i'm out to uh milk money out 
out that buttocks. That just but that buttocks. This is going to be on YouTube, so by the way, so people will be hearing this and they will be questioning, like, why is radio talking about milking out of milking buttocks? buttocks. That's literally what's going to happen. Yeah. Milking. Buttocks. Oh, you know, I completely forgot to say this. Uh, once again, if you're joining us on the show, this is super late. If you're joining us on the G's Freaky podcast, this is a shoot the shit podcast where we talk about every anything and everything uh, that's both geek related as well as personal, you know, with our personal lives, relationship lives, um, just life being a geek in general. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. what it's what's it, what it's like to live a geek life. Also breaking down stereotypes of what geek life is. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, not every geek doesn't watch sports. I watch sports. Okay. I watch, I wa- I watch watching sports. the truncated season of basketball and baseball. You know, I'm watching what they're going to do with football and see how crazy that's going to be. I'm, right? I'm, I'm, wa- wa- I'm watching sports. Wait, why do you say it like that? I watch sports all the time. Esports does not count. Esports does count. Esports, esports, esports. Technically, is one of the only events that's actually happening right now, sports-wise. Clearly not, because baseball is literally happening. And think about this: with esports, you don't need to be in a coliseum. Let that sink in. First of all, who plays in a coliseum? Um, see, so so you've never been to esports tournaments that's been at at a stadium. A stadium is a coliseum. It's still it's, it's still a coliseum. It is. How is it the same? It's still a coliseum. If you go to Madison Square Gardens, it's a coliseum. If you go to the Barclay Center, it's a coliseum. I I want to disagree on that one. It's it's in it, it's actually in it's in <laughs> the name. It's a coliseum. No, my phone. I'm not gonna go into my phone. I will wait. But if the users, out, if our fans out there want to dispute or agree with you, let them do Listen, it. The- I, I don't believe it's the same, but I'm thinking it in a different way because I'm thinking about the, 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 the Roman Colosseums and stuff like that. First of all, I don't know if you know this, but our the way that we view sports, it's no different than the Roman Colosseum. The only thing we el- we eliminate it is the fact that you don't die if you lose. All right. All of our sports oh, come depends, from depends. Look at boxing or UFC. You don't die <laughs> at the end of a match in UFC. All right, there are there, there have been regulations to prevent that. <laughs> Wait, what? You come real close to it sometimes. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to touch that. All I'm saying is, like, if you look at sports, sports it is just inherited from Coliseum games, the Olympics. Coliseum games. The only difference, another difference is when we go to a basketball game, uh, at no point do they unleash a lion. You know what? That would be awesome. That would, that would be terrifying. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine yeah. like you're watching a football game? Like, you're watching like, uh, let's say the Packers versus um, uh, the New England Patriots. I don't know why I went with that. route. And like a lion comes out on the field, like several lions, maybe an alligator or two. I got um, one better for you. I got one better for you. Imagine if it was the Lions versus the Jaguars, right? And the literal animal um, names come out during certain parts of the game, right? Yes. Like you're trying to go for that. You're trying to go for that touchdown. Next thing you know, a lion pops out of freaking nowhere to try and stop let's, you. Let's let's up this ante <laughs> on adding animals back into sports. What if football and rugby 
require you to have swords and shields maces and chain whips <laughs> let's go back let's let's adapt instead of the xfl let's make it uh, the roman fl the well, RF- yeah will we go back to like no shirts sweaty bods i'm getting a little i don't know about this um br- uh, brass or bronze helmets spears and chain chain nets so so minus the whole spears and chains you're basically talking about like regular play football like as if we're in the like we're chilling with our people i'm saying let's combine the gladiator with football don't don't they have something like that that's already that's this there's arena football no 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 see arena football is I mean it's it's brutal. It's just like hey, let's play rugby, but with football, with American football rules and and bare minimum outfits. What I'm saying, we go back to gladiator times. We take the gladiator tournament and we just combine that with football, and we make it legal in the one place that everything is legal, New Jersey. <sighs> Jesus Christ! They just make it legal there. I know. I, I unfortunately have to agree with you on yeah, that one. We just um I I, I want to see how that plays out. I really do. I want to see somebody throw a football and then literally somebody else try to catch it with a spear. I no, 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 see- no, 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 no. So the, all right, so here's the the game at it, kit, right? You still have to catch the ball, but both the defenders and the offensive team have weapons and shields. Right? And one one or two players who have no weapons and shields are responsible for receiving the ball and running it. <sighs> okay. I hope nobody. I hope nobody out there still was my idea. I think this is a great idea. Um, well, we could copyright it because you literally said it on air before you say radio. Like you're insane. Like this just goes against like humanity. This is brutal. Um, I say what we do is we get rapists, pedophiles, um, and extreme murderers, and we have them play the game. There. There's a movie out called The Condemned that did that, but it's more of like a survival game where you literally kill each other so you can get like a million bucks or something. No, 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 no money. No money involved. This is more like a survival game. It's, it's, it's a complete survival game. Right? You, you go the distance. You go the distance. Right? Yeah. Wait, what? We're not going to co-sign on this? Fine. Fine. Then. All right. You know, I'm, not, I'm not co-signing on death. However, I do. I will adhere to your idea. Sir, I'm, so, not, I'm not promoting this for the death part. I'm promoting this for the competitive part. The fact that we look at death and not competition is a problem, right? Really? We should be looking at the competitiveness of the athletes and the players who have been chosen to play this game and not the outcome of the negative. All right. It's like football, right? We all know that um, there are tons of sports injuries uh, with a, there's a large number of sports injuries, even though that, People are wearing um are, are strapped up in uh and I'm gonna say armor, but it's not armor in protective wear. There we go. In protective wear. But with that being said, hey, at the end of the day, it's about the points. 
it's about ladies the score. And, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Do you think his idea or Yes. Today's one of those, I'm going to talk to the fans more so than talk to him. Today. I don't trust the Geektopians. Why not? I don't trust the Geektopians. You know? Why not? They're the most unbiased individuals out there. I mean, you know, look at Potterhead, Star Trek, you know, Ge- Star Trekkies, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Transformers, uh, and so on and so forth. Those fans are very fair and balanced, very you know, opti- you know, optimistic to change, and you know, very open to these wonderful and changing of ideas. You know, I'm pretty sure they will they will click to your idea without a problem. At all. What you're saying is people who are Decepticon, who believe in the Decepticon belief, would support me. That's that's messed up, Sean. That's kind of like saying that all races are Trump supporters. Not all races are Trump supporters. Name one racist that isn't. I'm not touching that one. What I w- What I will say is... Not all people who believe in this, the Decepticon belief believe in what I'm saying. I never said they believe in the Decepticon belief. I'm talking about the fans that are very rabid about the fact of, you know, change. Why are you? Right? You're calling the fans rabid? I'm saying, okay, what I'm saying is if I have to explain the goddamn joke, okay, is the fact that these fans are so rabid and so these, stuck in the these, way. These fans, Sean? These, these fans? fans? Yes, is- I'm going to heal. I'm healing it up today. Mm. And I'm with talking- that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this show. And uh, Wow, really? Already? <laughs> We're not even, what, 15 minutes in? Oh, God. This is a long show. Wow, really? 15 minutes? This we go a- like hours. This is like a long show. So, you were going to complain about something. Oh, so today I wanted to complain about uh, Umbrella Academy season two. Uh, So, I'm seeing like all these positive reviews uh, about season two and how much people love it. And I'm like, did people really watch season one? Did they really like? Because sometimes when a season comes out, you kind of jump back to the previous season to like kind of get into like what is the story just so you can play catch up. Watching season two, I felt like I wanted my time back. Why? Um, so you're telling me, and me and my roommate was talking about this, and after a long discussion, it actually makes perfect sense what he was saying, and I totally agree with him. You telling me these young, uh, superpowered adults who, despite the fact that you know they're dealing with daddy issues and you know about how they were raised, still have the mentality of being teenagers. As adults, you are telling me that the decisions that they're making, they are superheroes. They were trained to not only understand how to fight crime, but to understand different languages, to understand tactical skills, to understand how to be in the field and deal with um, engagement to power, especially whether you're talking about time travel, if you're talking about um, superpower, like supervillains or, or just in general. But they all are acting like they're pre- they're teenagers 
I think I think you're you're missing the point. I think you're missing the major part of what makes Umbrella Academy so special. Now, mind you, this is actually one of the few shows that I've watched and not having the background of the comics to go for it. Please tell me, right? enlighten me, enlighten me. So, Umbrella Academy is more it, the daddy issues itself, right? Just speak to the psyche of where they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were brought up in a certain way with very little social constructs behind it and very little any, you know, to do with anything else. Not to mention the oldest member of their team literally became the youngest in the blink of an eye. So here's what I'm going to call bullshit. Because that youngest member, Five, who is, to me, one of the best written characters throughout the whole entire series, even though he's only older because of timing age, he acts more responsible than all of them and well, they and they're all they're all supposed to be the same you age have to understand look at it like this think about it he's also the only one that stepped outside of the academy right and literally did uh, things outside of the academy even in wait wait no 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 because once again if you look at um uh, i'm trying to remember all of the names if you look at the daughter um not not um Ah, uh, I have to pull up names for for the cast of the show of, of the characters. Uh, the t- well, I, we can we can go with not Ellen Page. Um, okay, so if you go with the daughter who has the ability to um, whisper? Whisp- whisper, right? I don't know if you know this. She was in a relationship. She has a kid, right? Yeah. How is it in season two? She is like when they're like, "Hey, we need to go back to the future." All of a sudden, her daughter doesn't matter, right? There's a part where she's like, oh, I'm worried about my daughter from the future. Then she's like, you know what? I can't go back to the future because this is my life now. And then she jumps back to the future and she's like, oh, maybe I need to check on my daughter. So there's inconsistency there with, with that character where it's like, how is I it? I think also you- the fact that when you see the, the whole theory of time travel is convoluted at best because when you time travel, right, you're assuming that you're going to come back in the same spot that you were when you time travel but all right if that's the case they didn't write it where like she gave up on her daughter she still references her daughter so well, she's only reference her daughter but that's do, her daughter. but do you see the inconsistency there she references her daughter when it comes to time of her actually choosing to go back in time and that's at the very end when five was trying to round them all up to go back to the future and i know this is a spoiler i don't give a fuck it's been on netflix i don't give a crap this has been on netflix for a couple of weeks now um when it came time for her to go, for them to go back into the future oh no i don't want to leave my husband to which that affects the timeline each no, of no, them no, no, no. he she was ready and willing to bring him with her. which affects the timeline to which once again yeah, yeah, yeah. and no, it, no. everybody hold you up. have to hold everybody's up. real it, selfish all of them all of them affect the timeline all of, all of them to make these decisions affect the timeline to which once again for these highly Let's intelligent not- superheroes trying to save john f kennedy every single goddamn time oh well first of all as a character like he's just the most ridiculous and i actually love what the father says to him where like you're super compelled to want to be a hero without realizing that you aren't a hero like you're trying so hard to be a hero but you're not a hero you're you know and that's actually very very interesting to see like that kind of dynamic like 
you know, I, like he, oh yeah, no, like, and I think that's the other thing. Like, they've been playing hero for so long that what they think is heroism may not be heroism per se, mm. right? Because they they've explored it when they were younger, but they never really explored it as they were older. They always had this ideology that they were going to do this apocalypse. They were going to try to stop this apocalyptic event. Right. But they end up going through so many goddamn different scenarios. Vanya, that's it. Vanya, Klaus, Ben. They go they go through yeah. so many different scenarios that when it finally comes time to, you know, say Vanya. Right. It's only two of them, three of them, basically. And then it took the one that died 17 years ago. Right. To actually stop the quote unquote bomb. True, and I, I kind of hate the fact that like they. Well, we'll see what happens in season three. I would love to see his character come back, or because apparently we're playing well, with yeah. time. Apparently, we're playing with time trap. Well, he's back in an alternate. Yeah, it's you know, not you the, it's not the same. Once and you turn into that. It's not the same Ben, but uh, I would love to see. But like, I want to know the team because you. Um, so according to what I read. In the comics, the Sparrow Academy literally just started in the Umbrella Academy comics. So this is literally fresh off the pages of the comic that they're putting into the show. Okay. So I, I'm I'm also interested to see because they're running off. Of, they're literally doing a fresh paper. Whoa. It's sort of what they did with uh, the end of Scott Pilgrim, right? Because Scott Pilgrim was still being written when they were doing the movie. So they created their own ending of the movie. Uh I can see that. Even though I, I feel like Scott Pilgrim is one of the greatest movies that can be used for a lot of comparisons as far as like accepting an adaptation versus holding it true to the original source. Sure. So, right. And I, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. Like you can watch Scott Pilgrim without reading the seven books and still enjoy it in a way that if you read the seven books like in the same sense um being that the two have two different like oh the storyline is completely different yeah i mean like, scott's a prick he he, he oh, definitely no, in both, in both mediums he's an asshole mm -hmm. right like so like in both mediums he literally cheated on knives with ramona right like and not to mention the fact that when they do find out they find out way earlier in the book than they do in the movie well not only did he cheat he broke kim's he Kim was in a relationship that yeah. Scott freed her from, and then he end, he broke things up with her to end up with um uh Stacy. No, not Stacy. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one that they kept saying like we can't mention. Uh, the lead oh, singer. Yeah, uh, uh, Roxy. Uh, e but it's a different name she has. Like, not Roxy. Oh, I know who you're talking. Not yeah. not mm -hmm. not knives. Um. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. His ex, his big ex, the, the singer. Yeah. In the which in spoiler alert in the comics actually does help him. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> Listen, first of all, let's talk about that, right? For a minute. When people because that that does make me mad. If something's been out longer than like if it's been out longer than two weeks, it's a spoiler, right? If it's been out longer than, you know, five months. Yeah, but once you start getting past a year, two years, three years, I've had a conversation where somebody was like, oh, don't spoil Naruto for me because I'm watching it for the first time. Look, shit's been out longer than five years. 
Teddy. Yeah, but they, maybe they want to experience the surprises and the shocks for themselves. Yeah, I would love to do that too. But understand, when there are so many memes and so much on the internet, yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's in your that's face. That's when you take a break from social media and be like, you know what? I don't want to spoil it myself. Not I'm gonna- for a show. Or or Avengers Endgame? Well, you're first of all, you're a prick because you, before a movie comes out, like to deep dive and try to read the whole synapse of the script. And even after the like, just when the movie comes out, you try to find like a copy of the script and and all the information you can. So like, you're kind of like going into it, knowing what's going to happen. All right, people like you should just choke themselves. I mean, I don't understand why that's a thing. For me, I like I'm I'm a very knowledgeable person, so I want to be you know I want to have that knowledge because I'm the type of person that even if I read it, seeing it on screen or seeing it on your TV screen, right, still has a different weight. No, to it, it takes away it, it takes no, away the no, visual nostalgia. Allow me to explain. To explain. Uh-huh. Okay, Game of Thrones. Okay, we knew that we actually did a spoiler. Right. And we knew what the entire eighth season was going to be about. Okay. And we still watched it because we wanted to see how that plays out. I wanted to see, you know, Danny take out King's Landing. Right. I want to see that visually. So it's one thing to hear about it. It's one thing to read about it. Like in Endgame. Yes. I read a lot of different things going on here and there. There was one where I read that Captain America dies. There was one that I read that, you know, two thirds of the Avengers die, which thinking about it now couldn't actually have been true. Um, But the point is, is that like there are different mediums out there that give their different spoilers if you will so here here's my question to you who 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 destroyed your childhood who 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 destroyed your child who got to the point in your childhood that every time you went to go watch something read something they just told you about it that you like you know what i now need to be the smartest guy in the room and i need to always know what's happening before Wait, it here's happens. The here's no, the no, no 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 answer the question who destroyed just your childhood just because i know it doesn't mean i'm gonna blow it out for everyone else but you do no, I don't. You do. No. You do it all the time. No, I actually do all not. All the time. No, I do not. I can't talk to you about anything. The, only person I, the only person I actually talk to about this is another person that thinks like me and wants and, to know. And somebody destroyed their childhood. I bet you destroyed their childhood. I bet you took the characteristics of whoever stole, destroyed your childhood and was like, you know what? I'm going to pass this along. So you meet people who you say deep down... They believe just like I do. And what you do is you destroy their childhood. You destroy their souls. And you get them to think like you do. Y'all all go to the movies together and you continue the process. And your sole belief is that you need people to join you in ruining. You're you're also the same creators who, instead of releasing an actual trailer that excites you about the movie, you create a trailer that tells the entire movie. That's you. That's what are you what are you whispering? Oh, what I'm saying is that's definitely not true because I can't even use like video editing software like or Photoshop or anything like that to actually create a trailer. And you're lying. You're lying. The Geektopians know you're lying. I know you're lying. All right. There's nothing about you that's innocent. All right. There's nothing about you that's pure. Nine times out of ten, 
unless it's somebody that wants to be spoiled, I will not spoil it for them. Unless it's somebody that wants to be spoiled, no, you spoil everything. No, if they okay, if I if that person wanted to be spoiled, like Why? me and my best friend always get into arguments mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to know anything. Even if it's like two, three months down the line, he doesn't want to know anything because he hasn't seen it yet. Because he sees through your your evilness. No, it's not even that. It's just apparently that's how he is. He doesn't want to be spoiled, by which I'm like, yeah, you're not necessarily going to enjoy life that way. Because eventually, if you don't see it right away, you're eventually going to get spoiled no matter what. Because of people like you. Somebody, not me, but somebody's going to say something. Yeah, from your camp. Yeah, people like you. We, It's true. We know it. <sighs> you want to know a spoiler alert? In Beyond Con, August 29th, 3 p.m. P.M. Mm. Um, spoiler alert, you're actually funny. Ooh, I am, I am not hilarious. I'm, I'm just a dude that shows up and I'm behind the scenes. Oh, really? That's, yeah. what, that's what you're doing? That's what you're going with? Yeah. Well, with that being yeah. said, uh, we, are, we are wrapping up. Uh, don't listen to Sean. I have, I have dry humor. I am not the, I'm not a funny dude at all. Um, we have shirts that are up online at teespring.coms at sketchpad where you can check them out. Uh, as always, I'm going to put images up. They should be right here. You can see our shirts. Uh, as Sean said, in beyond con August 29th, 3 PM. 3 p.m. I believe. 3 p.m. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have a they have a uh, show schedule list. Mm-hmm. If you go to mbeyond.com or mbeyondcon.com, right? Uh, they have a, a schedule list so that you could see where we are as well as other things, including the cosplay contest and um, artists the, the artist interviews and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you can catch us with with uh, what? That was that was what catch the craze. Oh, you're talking about who was with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the people like Adrian has issues, Cash the Craze, Geek Ronin, Nerds of the Round, right? Um, yeah, like all of them, yeah. And remember, uh, feel free to hit us up on our Twitter, our Instagram. Uh, Instagram is at uh, G's for Geektopians. Geektopians or on Sketchfed. Uh Twitter is at the two geeks. You can hit us up on G's for Geek Facebook and Geektopians. Before we get out of here, let us know what kind of cosplay costumes you want to see Sean wear for the 2021. Um, it's gonna have to be 2022. G for photography takes forever. 2020. Yeah, you're right. The 2022. Well, no, we can do it this year. We can get it out the way this year. The twenty, the twenty twenty one. Well, if we do this now, we can get them printed by what December. So the twenty twenty one G is for Geek Latin Lover Edition um, calendar set with Sean doing different poses per month with um, independent growing artists, um, uh, talented cosplay artists doing the design work, me behind the scenes, making sure that I crack that whip to milk that, you know, that financial butt. And uh, we get things going. If it works out, if this does work out, I will be more than willing to create an OnlyFans to have the entire photo sets yes available for purchase you heard it he is willing to create an only fans where the latin lover brings you deep deep into 
himself and everything that he is willing to share and open spread and spreadingly wide for you guys all right so with that being said ladies and gentlemen i'm charlie radio williams and this is sean luke and as always we are i think we should say as always we are out here why because we always say i'm always saying we are out of here like we're why are we out of here? I always make this argument. Like, why are we out? Normally we're in the studio normally, and we are out of here means that we are leaving. Oh, and as oh, but to say as always, we are out of here. As always, we are signing off. So as always, we are out here. I like that. That's better. Fine. It's like say, it's like saying we geek. We're thing, out here. You got the stay geek and all that stuff. So apparently this is nothing new. Wait, so. are you are you saying the Geektopians can get a shirt that says stay geek? That's from the sketchpad where that's going to be up recently. Or or the fact that I'm a Geektopian, but my eyes are up here. That one. I love that shirt. I'm waiting for mine to come now. And I have to purchase. I'm going to be purchasing all of them so I can start using them for Geektopia. Good, good. Now, once again, we're out of here. Stay geek, people. Stay geek. The Genius for Geek Podcast with Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke is a presentation of SketchFed Studios, produced by Charlie Williams and edited by Hannibal Darby. To find more episodes of the Genius for Geek Podcast, make sure you check them out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else your podcast needs. If you need to hear Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke shoot the shit on any of your topics or questions, please send a tweet to the two geeks on Twitter, or you can send a message on Instagram for the Geektopians. For web series, podcasts, blogs, and more, please make sure to head over to sketchfedstudios.com. And as always, stay geeky, stay you.